Hi everyone, this is Dr. Damien Marucci, plastic surgeon in Sydney. In this podcast, I'll be talking about wound management after having a skin graft performed. There are some wounds that are too large to be put back together directly just with stitches. And because of that, we need to do something a bit fancy in order to get the wound closed. This may follow skin cancer removal or it may follow some form of trauma. One of the options for reconstructing these kinds of defects is to do something called a skin graft. A skin graft involves taking skin from one part of the body and moving it to another part of the body. It then develops a blood supply in the new part of the body where it's needed. It depends on what type of skin graft as to what happens to the part of the body where the skin came from. So skin grafts are a little bit complicated um, but hopefully by the end of this podcast you'll have a much better idea about what they are, what's involved and how you manage the skin graft after the surgery has been performed. In terms of skin grafts there are essentially two types. They can either be a full thickness skin graft or a split skin graft. Full thickness skin grafts are most commonly performed after skin cancer surgery and I do these very often. They can be transferred either to various parts of the face, in particular the nose, or sometimes to the ear. The skin comes from extra skin, either in front of the ears, sometimes behind the ears, or on the neck, uh, the inner arm, or sometimes in the groin region. Where the skin comes from is closed directly, normally with dissolving stitches. That you would just treat like any other wound. And I actually have another podcast talking about the management of wounds which have just been closed directly. Because these have been closed most commonly with dissolving stitches, the donor site, that's where the skin has come from, just has a very simple dressing over the top and you can actually get that wet from the day after the surgery. The full thickness skin graft, by definition, takes the full thickness of the skin. So it takes the hair follicles, the glands and everything like that. Obviously, if it's going somewhere to the nose, I don't want to take any hair follicles. So I'll select a part of skin that doesn't have any hair on it. The skin graft is stitched around the perimeter of the wound. And normally, on top of the skin graft, I like to apply some downward pressure to improve the chance of the skin graft working or taking is the technical term that we use. Most commonly, this is done with a bit of foam sponge. So you'll have a bit of foam sponge, which is then also sutured down to the skin around the skin graft. This needs to remain completely dry, and the foam sponge remains intact for about five to seven days. The process of skin graft take is one that... uh, initially just involves the skin graft surviving uh, just on the layer of blood between the skin graft and the wound bed. Then later on, tiny blood vessels grow into the skin graft to nourish it. So it's during that healing phase that normally occurs within the first five days that I don't want any movement of the skin graft, which is why we suture it down and hold it down with a pressure dressing of the foam sponge. Once the dressing has been taken down after five or seven days, 
I will normally have a pretty good idea as to whether the skin graft has worked and you just need to keep the area moisturized for another couple of weeks. The most common moisturizer I advise is ordinary run-of-the-mill over-the-counter Vaseline and you just apply Vaseline to the area twice a day. In the vast majority of cases you would be allowed to shower lightly directly over the skin graft once the dressing has been removed at that five to seven day mark and then you just pat it dry after the shower and apply the Vaseline. Split skin grafts are a completely different kettle of fish. That is where only a partial layer of the skin has been taken, usually either from the inner part of the arm or the upper thigh, and then placed on the wound. Where this skin comes from, the skin actually regrows on its own over a period of normally one to two weeks. Because of that, you can actually take very large sections of skin because you know that the donor site will just heal on its own like a gravel rash over a period of one to two weeks. The dressings that are applied to where the split skin graft has come from are usually like left intact for around 10 days. Once again, the split skin graft needs to be carefully placed on the bed that I'm resurfacing with the skin graft. I'll have stitches or sometimes staples on the scalp around the edge and again on top of that there'll be some Vaseline impregnated gauze and on top of that usually some foam. Once again this split skin graft needs to be kept completely dry for about a week and then at the one week mark I remove the foam, inspect the graft and make sure that it's okay for the graft to get wet. Now, there is a special situation, which unfortunately is quite common, which are split skin grafts to the lower leg. Skin cancers on the lower leg are very common, and because there is not a lot of loose skin on the lower leg, often skin grafts are required. I try to, wherever possible, harvest the split skin graft below the knee, either on the calf or one side of the leg or the other, which means that at the end of the procedure, all of the scars are gonna be kept below the knee. So even though I want you to keep both the skin graft and the split skin graft donor side completely dry, you can actually put your lower leg in a plastic bag and have a shower from the day after the surgery. Split skin grafts on the lower leg can be problematic. There is a high incidence of these grafts not working or falling off. So there are many things that we try to do to make sure that the skin graft works. So once again, we do the usual things. We harvest the split skin graft very carefully. We carefully place the graft in the bed where it needs to go. We stitch it in. We use Vaseline impregnated gauze and some foam on top of that. In addition to that, we try to limit the amount of swelling or venous pressure there is on the lower leg by applying a firm bandage that goes from the base of the toes up to the knee. Afterwards, I will have you elevate the leg as much as possible. Depending on the situation and whether you live in a house with many steps or no steps and whether you live alone or you've got a lot of support to help with the cooking and cleaning and whatnot, 
Often I'll recommend patients actually stay in hospital for a period of five days or seven days after having a split skin graft to the lower leg, just so I know that their leg is gonna be elevated. I do allow patients to go to the toilet and back, but basically that's it. You spend the rest of the time with your leg up. As I tell patients, you're either lying down with your leg up, sitting down with your leg up, or walking between lying or sitting down with your leg up. If you're mad keen to get home, you can go home, just as long as you follow those rules. The leg remains elevated. Even after the dressings have been taken down at the five day mark and the skin graft looking fine, you still need to have a compression dressing on the leg for a period of weeks afterwards, just to make sure that the skin graft survives. I often will arrange for a community nurse to come to your house to do the dressings Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. During this time, you'll need to keep the wounds completely dry. If everything's looking really good when I see the wound, often I will just ask you to apply Vaseline and then some gauze, and then I give you a little tubey grip stocking, which again does go from the base of the toes to the knees, but it's the kind of thing you can take on and off, and it means you can have a shower and get the skin graft lightly wet and pat it dry. The reason why you need to apply Vaseline to split skin grafts is that they don't produce their own oil or moisturizer, and the Vaseline keeps them moisturized. Other risks are things such as infection or bleeding, um, and that's basically it for skin grafts. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and if you've got any questions, please let me know. Thanks a lot.